0: Where all things are possible. True activism.
1: True activism.
0: Fighting classism.
1: Fighting classism. Racism.
0: Racism. Racism. All are Racism. And sexism. And sexism. All are Stories grown Stories from, the group root. from the root. Stories, Stories coming, coming with truth. With truth. Marching, Marching together. Truth. Marching Marching together. together. Fighting, fighting together. Together. Building, building
1: together. Together.
0: We are doing we are this, doing for, this us. for us
1: on the ground level hey everybody this is perky of the for us nation and tahira and today we're going to be talking about protecting women but before we get to that we would like to say please like rate and subscribe to our podcast the on the Gr- ground level podcast you can also go to our website forestnation.com to see what else we have going on like our meetup you want to talk about
0: that real quick Yeah. So we brought back our meetups in Brooklyn specifically. I know we're bringing them back probably in Cali and then like online and stuff, but uh, we did one last month. We are doing another one on the 19th of this month. So we're going to meet up um, in Brooklyn. I don't want to give out the address because it's RSVP mandatory. We need to know who you are and where you're coming to. Um, So yeah, look out for that. It's on our website. It's in our newsletter. It's in the podcast. It's going to be the use of this like podcast. So if you're around Brooklyn, you know someone that's here, you wanna meet up, you are a brand, a product, you're an educator in any kind of way, you wanna find out what we got going on in the Forest Nation School, because really, like where we're heading to next is gonna be really big. We were just having a meeting about it. So, yeah, we just wanna come and connect with our community. We wanna know what's going on, who has what, where the merch shops are, how we get our stage, like, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Let us know. <laughs>
1: yes. Um, so, yeah, all that will be in the show notes. Also, please become a patron. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash forest Nation. Also, all our social media handles, except for Facebook, because it won't let me change it, Forest Nation. Um, the Facebook, <laughs> I know, it won't let me do it. Uh, but for a little bit about myself, I also have my own podcast called Perky Perspectives. You can follow me at Perky Perspectives on Instagram. And then I also have a wellness brand called Love Period, which you could find that website, com
0: cool cool yeah you guys can find me i just have a new album out i have an artist tree about me as well it's at t slaves my artist name is t-e-e-s-l-a-v-e-s outside of that those of you that already follow the podcast know i'm i let the good times roll i'm one of the co-founders at ForestNation.com. if you want to donate to us you're always welcome to send us money it costs money to help the community nothing is for free and i think that brings us to our guests for the day Yes. Okay, samumba. Yes. <laughs> <Wrong> name. <laughs> okay right. so just some background
1: um so as far as where to find them you can go on instagram at samumba underscore sabukwe that is in the show notes uh our guest is an experienced organizer social workers seminar leader consultant and author he is the founder and creator of the Mat. Maat a series, a consulting and educational organization that specializes in personal and professional development workshops, trainings, consultations, and facilitation. He has created over 70 workshops and trainings and has delivered his services to thousands across the city and several states. And is also co creator of uh, ACU Evolve. Which is the longest running and most active group within the Occupy Wall Street movement? So, the Occupy. website is the maat and that is also in the show notes.
0: So, hey, <laughs> and it's M A A T series for you guys. M A A T series, the math mot. How do you pronounce it?
2: Ma-a-t. Some people ma-a-t. say. Ma-a-t. Ma-a-t yeah My-
0: supposed to have a little apostrophe in between the a's right right should have the repop- like something yeah it looks like it but yeah Anyhow, I- that's what we're gonna ta- tag it all here anyway so make sure people find the right thing
1: yes so the reason like i mean obviously hearing your background <laughs> there's plenty of things that we could talk about and me and you on the phone all day anyways so there's always something to talk about but yeah. um Right now, what we wanted to focus on is the concept of protecting women. Um, You know, it's always something going on. I actually share with both of you guys uh, this interview that Candy Candy Burris, did with Nivea. And um, it was supposed to be about music. And, you know, come to find out there was just a lot of traumas and a lot of uh, sexual assaults and exploitations and, you know, bad relationship matching, you know, that uh, Nivea had that um, honestly took her away from her focus, which, you know, happens a lot to women. And so me and you, Samumba, Samumba, sorry, have talked about um, this whole, like, what role can men play with protecting women? Um, And so we wanted to talk about that with you. So our first question for you is, what does protecting a woman look like to you? And then what inspire you to even work within this, that field?
2: Well, I think there's uh different levels of protection, you know, of course there's the physical protection, you know, that unfortunately not enough, uh, you know, black men are around to protect black women because there's always women that are being attacked in one way or another, um, you know, I'm not just talking about cat calls, you know, it's just, you know, you're being attacked, you're not being paid the same rate. Sometimes, you know, you are being, um, the way people look at you, um, and not just men, sometimes it's envious women, it's, uh, white women as well. It's like the, the target is on your back a lot of times. For the
0: Karens. <laughs>
2: yeah, there you go. K- oh, God. That's and
0: did cool. y'all see the one from yesterday? Oh, we I can mean, do
2: another show about I that. I don't
0: mean- but I don't know if y'all the one that was trending yesterday. The lady that was on the floor screaming at the woman in the Victoria Secret.
2: Oh. I haven't anyway, seen it, but I saw it. On, uh, yeah. Oh, it, Lord. It's tuned up <laughs> on my YouTube. Oh, God. Every day, something new with them.
0: Every day. <laughs> yeah. It's funny now. <laughs> it's like they're walling.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: continue, my friend. I mean, to cut you off.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, but it's just, there's a lot of levels of protection that, you know, We can't always be around, unfortunately, to protect because this is a whole different world that we're in right now. People have jobs. People live in different places. But, you know, I think to try to at least be there, you know, when you can't be there physically to be there kind of emotionally and have that outlet for for women to have your ear, you know, and your words and vice versa back and forth. I think that's very important. Checking in. Checking in is really important. You know, I, I check in on Perky all the time. You know, um, or try to, and I try to check in on you know other women that are dear to me, and when even if you're not like online, hello, how you doing? you know, um how's everything going? Do you need anything you know, and I'm a very giving person as well, as Perky knows um so you know those there's so many levels of that, you know, but really, I guess the main thing would be to be checking in and asking what a woman needs, what a black woman needs, what are your needs, what's she going through Hopefully. She- Open enough to tell you, can can tell you, or well, you know she's comfortable enough to tell you. So checking in, I think, is the main thing that we can do when we're not there.
0: You know, All right? Uh, I'll I'll say the follow part of this question: What inspired you to start working this field, like to begin with? What inspires you, or what got you started, or the situation that, like, you know?
2: Y'all gonna have to promise me a part too, because this is a long story. Herky knows just a little bit too. Well, tell us the abridged version. Okay, The abridged. <laughs> Uh, I could probably tell you as well with my mom. But no, my mom was uh, my mother who uh, would have turned 78 on the 10th. Um, 15 years ago, she passed away. And she died of a broken heart, loving a man that didn't love himself. And uh, she was married for the last uh, 21 years of her life. This is a man that had his own demons. He had his own issues. You know, he didn't know who was one of those situations where you don't know who your father is or you, you was raised by your grandmother and your grandmother could have been your mother sort of thing. I never got total clarity. But all I know yeah. is he told me that he said that he never knew who his mom was or whatever. And uh, that really affected him. But, you know, the other piece of that was why would you remain married for so long to somebody like that? So, I mean, and it's not to blame her or anything. Cause I, You learn things about your parents after they pass or your people after they pass. You actually learn a whole lot more. Right. Um, and things make sense, make, like, make a little more sense. Maybe they weren't as bad as you thought that they were. But anyway, seeing the things that she went through, seeing how she raised me and my sister and kind of raised a lot of other people uh, made me want to be like, you know, you want to honor her memory. You want to honor your mom's memory and how you treat other women. And that's how I kind of go at it. Not that I'm not perfect, not that I'm perfect or anything. I've had my issues, you know, it's been a minute. But um, so that inspires me, like, because I see every Black woman as my mother, you know. And you don't have to be older like my mom or whatever. So when you, when you have that level of respect, it hits a little different. You know what I'm saying? So this very, yeah. you don't want them to go through what your mom, what your own mom went through. And then, you know, there's a whole nother story about when she passed away and how he was acting and stuff like that.
0: Her name is Pearl, right? I think I saw her on your website. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Pearl. So you're definitely keeping her legacy alive. And I love to hear people who started a company with a real life, you know, it's your mom motivation, you know, because yeah, I yeah. firmly believe in like success comes from not being better or more marketing. It's like you have a real purpose here and then the world just sees that and lets you through. So that's yeah. why I wanted to ask that question. Thank you so much. Yeah. And so, uh,
1: there's a few things I want to touch on. So, one I think it's important to emphasize to to everyone <laughs> that in order to to be there as a a, a way a, as somebody that somebody can look at to, for protection, you know, it, like you said, it's not just physical. Like it's it's letting people know that you're there and and that they have the support because. As a black woman, sometimes I don't feel like I'm protected by my men. Like sometimes I feel
0: like they're the ones that are putting me in the positions to they are unprotected. They're you know, like black men, black, what, white men can't hold back black women the way black men can hold us back.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's just, a fact. And then even what you're saying about your stepdad with his traumas is like. You know, to not to segue, but there I'm in the Smart Brown Girls Book Club, and the last book that they read was by Tressie McMillan called Thick. And I haven't even really gotten into it yet, but just the beginning part, she's talking about how no matter your size or who you are as a Black woman, you always take up so much space, you thick, you too thick, you know what I mean? And you're always trying to find how to fit in or like whatever, or even you're not even consciously thinking about it. You're just being put in these positions to try to fit or whatever into some sort of space that is not really ideal. Right. And so it's like, we're battling all these things. And then when we start to to date, or even we just start being more around other men that maybe we didn't grow up with, then it becomes that, oh, now we have to help build you up and stuff. And sometimes by helping to build up the people around us, we become very vulnerable. And um, so I think it's it's good that you're saying that you check in with the women that you know, because that plays a huge role. Like, oh, somebody cares about my mental health. <laughs> Somebody's checking in with me. So uh, that's one little hint for the men that's, that's listening. Um, so next question is, and you kind of already answered this. You said uh, the yeah. question was: Is there an incident? Um, so I'll just. Well then,
2: oh, if you want to answer, I was going to say this. Of course, my mom. That's enough by itself. But then, you know, I kind of heard my sister like several years later. She was a victim of of sexual abuse by one of my boy mother's boyfriend's sons, and it happened to her. It happened to me when I was four by an older female cousin. So anyway. So that kind of also... sorry that happened to you. Thank you. Thank you. It happened to my sister. And so, and then I started realizing, like, this is why she, some of the ways she acted towards me and and some of the choices she made. And she's had some also kind of uh, physical, physically abusive relationships, one in particular. And telling me years later, like, I didn't know. Like, when we don't know, like, how can we protect you? You know, but it still makes you think, like, back to years, this is why our relationship isn't better. This is why she is like this, you know. So that kind of affected me just kind of, I guess, paying it backwards or paying it forward. So that just kind of adds on what happened to my mom and knowing what women go through, you know, particularly uh, women. I don't want to say just single mom, but, you know, just women in general, single moms in particular, that I have a real, you know, I have a real spot in my heart for that and i get that from my dad because he was a very giving person he was an activist as well and a protector of black women so kind of
0: crazy yeah that's lit but it's super crazy i don't want to cut you off but (laughs) it's crazy that you said that that happened to you on january on june 9th i shared this post a man's consent is equally as important as a woman's consent no means no regardless of gender if a woman says no it means no if a man says no it means no can we end the ideal that men are supposed to keep quiet and enjoy want it and that was like the post. And I commented, there's women raping men, teenagers, and children. We're not going to call out abuse by the hands of hashtag women. So it's crazy yeah. that you said that. And now you're a guest on the podcast, yeah. right? It's like you can yeah, manifest. Yeah. We talk about that all the time too. Put yeah. out the stuff that you want to talk about, because I know these things. Is this. I come from human trafficking. I wrote a master's thesis on that. So I know, I don't know I'm a weirdo like this. I really am a weirdo, but like I'm a humanitarian. So I go to where the dark, disgusting parts of humanity is so I can be the light so I can find it out. And sometimes I bring it to people and they're like, oh my God, why are you posting about that? I'm like, because it happens yeah everything and is not just about something stupid part. like <laughs> you gotta be able to talk about it but
1: it's so <sighs> hard to talk about it because definitely some stuff and i've told people and i've got a mixed reactions. sometimes i get the like n- nothing sometimes i get no type of reaction and it's just like did you not hear me and it's like but that strong woman or that strong person you know, visual that people get, like they're used to you always being okay or, or whatever. So sometimes people don't want to dig in. Sometimes it makes people uncomfortable to know that other people are going through it. Or I get the other one where people cry and they'd be like, Oh my God, why you didn't tell me? Or I'm going to go beat them up or did it. And it's just like, okay, like, why can't you just support me consistently so that, I could let you know when these things are happening rather than you being like, why didn't you tell me? You know what I mean? Because then it's then it becomes then I'm victimized again. I was going through something and now you're blaming me again for not opening up and telling you. So I definitely believe like we the discussions need to happen more. But the people who are there to receive it, you got to be able to receive it. You got to be able to just listen and and let give that person that safe space to talk about it because even though your trauma happened when you were four that's something that you carry with you no matter what you know what i mean
0: this childhood mm-hmm. traumas rarely go away and i suffer from that yeah, and from my it's, it's These psychologically in- and it father it still is a fact i go to therapy now i'm 34 years old yeah. so child if it happens in childhood worse it's sadder that it happened to you before you even became a person that I understand because it takes you a whole it's a whole different lane of therapy when things happen to you as an adult and you have an opportunity to call the cops and get yourself help yes you still focus and you deal but it's definitely different than children i mean some people grow up don't even know rape is wrong right so it's like it gets that real because your household is your household and that's the environment that you know it's one of our questions but i think we're, we're running off the time let's get to the next question <laughs> yeah but great combo <laughs> yeah
1: it is and, and, and to, to address your saying that we need a part two we definitely we're we're going to be yeah, building right. off of this like this bottom. is not the only discussion we're gonna have on this topic so <laughs>
2: yeah we may be able to get through it okay go ahead we may be able to get through the five questions i'm saying but uh yeah I would
0: love to- all right let's all right let's go. is there any advice that you can give to men who have considered violence against women whether it be physical financial or emotional you said they have considered um is there any advice that you can give to men who have considered like people who told you like you're about to punch her in her face bro what could you say? Because we know there's people we are marketing this podcast to people who are like that so that they can hear a different way to deal. What advice would you tell them? Like, instead of hitting her, maybe you can try this. Right, or instead of deal. taking money or holding money. Or what, right, or whatever the version of abuse is.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I'm in this Kevin Samuels support band page on Facebook I'm always checking the brother's Like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt you? <laughs> Turkey knows my situation with certain females, African sisters. Um, if anybody has a right to uh, whatever, to be angry with a, a woman, it, it could be me right now. But I always think as an adult, you have to look at yourself. And I feel like these men that have all these microaggressions or macroaggressions, I think, and I don't want to bring up. I don't want to just make this about Kevin Samuels, but like I feel like he's bringing out a lot of that emotion about um, you know, in men that have been dealing with kind of goofy, whatever women that aren't ready. I don't want to say ratchet. I just just say women that aren't ready, and that have been acting really bad. You I like I don't
0: want to say ratchet, but <laughs> I'm like you I still say say that?
2: That? <laughs> underdeveloped. I don't know under evolved. Uh, no, just- we
0: gonna call them ratchet. We go.
2: Okay. Yeah. So um so I always tried to confront the men with, okay, but did she have a gun in your to your head? Like you chose I mean, she said yes to you. You approached her, but she chose you. And so, um, why did you continue to run over the red flags? You know, and why be mad at her if you decided to stay? You know, and of course it's the same way for me. Like at the end of the day, I think my own okay, maybe we can flip it to my own situation where I dealt with a woman that actually was married, and she didn't tell me nothing. She was asking for rent and all this. It was a long-distance situation, but this is why we probably need to do a part four, but instead of... Oh, you need a, a TV show on the Forest Nation.
0: <laughs> I guess anyway, my... Keep,
2: keep I, I, ran over, I ran over the red flag, so. and it's just I have to look at... I'm an adult. I made this choice. She didn't force me to do anything, and it was a right. bad... Most of the time people
1: are mad at themselves when they,
0: it's projecting. She she hiding a husband,
1: that's not on you, bro. (laughs) Yeah, that part is not on you, but like you said, the red flags that was was
0: was not
1: Yeah, I mean, boundaries are important. And I think um, due to a lot of trauma that us black people hold on uh, and just the way we build relationships and the way we communicate, um, boundaries are sometimes very hard to put up. For us, and or sometimes we don't have them, and then when we're ready to put them up, it's late. (laughs) So it's just like, now, now I'm not sending you no money, but you already was sending me money. Why you not? Right? It's like, oh,
2: that's
0: real though. That's real. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) But I I, I do want to highlight that you, you know, you are a man, and we are talking about protecting women, but us women do need to do better at the way we treat our men. Like, we that some women have this entitlement thing with them um that they feel like they're owed
0: the world uh I think like everybody is their daddy it's like mm, yeah. this is not your parents house <laughs> right he
1: is not yeah. right he is not your parent like i know people be playing around with that daddy mama thing but like they not, not me over
0: be here no parent like <laughs> don't call me that so my husband straight what's see do they dating don't ever call me that like, right like i like, know what we am doing mom. here right yeah. so yeah. But just to some of the keywords from that answer, I love the ones you said. You said microaggressions, you said macroaggressions, you said boundaries. There was another one you guys said. But anyway, we'll get it in the red box. flags. He said red flag, running. Red, red flags, flag. yeah. Watching out for the and he, the he red says flags. it a
1: lot. He didn't say it just now, but he says pink flags to me sometimes too. And I think that's important too, because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll get these little I think this is when we have to evaluate what we want in relationship and not just romantic just what we want in relationships and what are our triggers because we're responsible for our own triggers right so it's just like a pink flag to me is something that reminds you of something that makes you feel uncomfortable it may not be necessarily a bad thing in that person but it makes you uncomfortable enough to where you like "Mm." and if that comes up maybe you should listen to it you know what I mean so
2: um
1: okay so the next question can you describe your relationship to mental health and how it re- relates to your interactions with women
2: oh, yeah. side parts, man. don't do that <laughs> um, <my relationship laughs> to mental health um you know i think mental health is a consistently going it's an ongoing thing and uh, i try to tap into my spiritual or spirituality um i try to tap into, again, looking at myself first. Uh, What am I internalizing? What am I projecting? Uh, What am I doing to address the stress of being a Black man, of being a human being in the world at this time? COVID and all this other stuff going on. So what are my outlets, um, um, you know, in in dealing with women? And for me, it's always kind of remembering my mom and, um, you know, knowing, knowing like really the only way we can make it in this country, in this world, in this world in general, in this country in particular, is we need our black women, you know? And so uh, just remembering the love of my mom and remembering the good things about women. And then even some of the bad things that I've experienced with women and how I could have neutralized that. And, um, you know, it's an ongoing thing. But always remember that everything starts with me and I'm a good person and just remembering that and that I don't have to, um, you know, I don't have to match energy. I think I spoke to you about this before. You don't have to match energy. You just you are who you are. And um, what you know, you don't have to match negative energy. And when you see positive energy coming through, then you that's what you connect with, you know. And I realize when you look out in the world, a lot of people are walking around in the daze in the matrix, not really thinking about life, because they haven't worked on themselves or they haven't really sought that spiritual journey within themselves, you know, to realize like us to realize we're not kings and queens, we're actually gods and goddesses. And that's higher than kings and queens. But to get to God and goddess st- status and level, it takes work. It takes fighting through the ego, edging God out or earth guide only. It takes you know fighting through emotions, which aren't us. We're spirit. We're not emotions. But unfortunately, as men, we react through our lower animal nature, and women react to their emotions a lot of times. But a lot we're not working from here and here. And so I guess you know just to just to say starting with myself and being in a good place, and you know not speaking to people when I'm in a bad place, or trying not to, or finding another way, you know. That whole projection thing, you know, internalizing and projecting it on another person. So I just remember that I, for me, I need black women. I mean, I need all women for balance, but really black women. And that's the yeah. only way we make it, whether we have money or not. The only way we can make it is with our sisters so constantly trying to connect and reflect. And I stay when I see negative energy, you know, you just got to let it go. You got to block it. You got to reclaim your time. And, and that's it. So I don't know if I answered that question or whatever. But. You definitely
0: did. Okay. <laughs> um,
2: you try to reflect love. You know, you try to, I smile, I say hello, I open doors. You know what I'm saying? Because like, why not? Like, I want to lengthen my life. It seems like if you're walking around in this haze or whatever, you're going to shorten it. So why not be nice? You know, why not be kind? Each person is a new person, like. You look familiar, sister, but I've, I've never met you. I've probably seen you somewhere, you know, but whatever whatever experience I've had with Black women, I'm not going to bring that to me with meaning and talking to a whole new person, you know what I'm saying, because everybody's their own person, you know, so right. to get these Black women out of these boxes and thinking that y'all all are walking around mad and angry or materialistic or whatever when i know that's not the case. Although some, you know, carry themselves like that. You know, at at the end of the day, women want love, men men want love, and we need each other as black men and women. Uh period.
1: What the world needs now, i
2: can't.
1: <laughs> but i like it's the maturity that was that was oozing out of that statement. Um it's, true. it's it's very very strong right there. Um
0: yeah. Okay. So the next question we have was what ways do you advocate for your community? But I feel like you definitely asked, answered that. So I'm going to go your, to the next love one. Plug your website. I feel like that's... I oh think- yeah. You can uh, put in your, tell us where people can find you so they can follow you. We yeah. have one more question to go, but you can plug okay. yourself right now. Like what's active and like, you know, what's coming up next or soon. Or, or that's how he, I just meant like, that's how,
1: that's where the activism I feel like probably ties in. Right.
2: Right. It's still in development because I have I'm gonna be upgrading the website as well. Um uh, but a lot of my work that I do is online uh on not on, not just online but on YouTube. You can also find me on Subumba Subukwe YouTube as well. Um I post inspirational quotes every morning. One is called Um Dear Black People, another one is called Um, um Mornings with Moomba. And you can find that on my community page. And it might seem like nothing, you know, just you know, inspirational quotes or whatever. But it's the first thing that you see in the morning. I think it can kind of help you set you right on your day. And I'm really trying to activate the Pearl Project, which is the one dedicated to my mom, and right. single moms, and supporting um, married moms, and and women, and black women in general, in particular, women in general, black women in particular. So I'm working on that. I'm supporting a family right now. I actually am supporting a couple of families right now of single moms, um, doing what I can do in terms of, uh, you know, the little money I have and the words that I have, even more than money, you know, talking to the children, you know, sometimes I'll do, not Zoom, but you know, we'll be on one of these calls, these calls and and emailing each other. There's a young man that I'm 19 years old, and I, I remember him when when I was 19 years old, he's in the Dominican Republic and he's black, you know, Dominican people in the Dominican Republic that are black really catch hell, a lot of hell. And even to the point where the mother catches hell as well, because she's black and she kind of stands up for her rights sort of thing. So um, that's one family. Then there's another family in Africa that I, I try to support. But I'm trying to I used to give free dating relationship life advice. I did that professionally and then I did that on Facebook for free. Uh it's hard now because you know, time is money and all the rest of that. But I'm gonna open that door back up. I did do some work with a lot of work with Occupy Wall Street. This is a 10-year anniversary. Uh so we're gonna be doing some things with that. I did some of the first Black Lives Matter actions on Wall Street. We did one at Fox News. We did some of the first actions at Grand Grand Um what is it Grand what is it? was it Central? What's 42nd Street? Grand Central we did some of the first actions there and we were organizing all around the city. So I'm kind of going back into the activism as well. Oh. Yeah, so that's that's kind of- you Better long- call
0: me. I'm trying to be out there.
2: <laughs> okay, cool. I I'm march out-
0: for all the Black Lives Matter. I cross all the bridges. I've done it all over it's D.C. Kind of LA, here. Mm-hmm. I you,
2: saw- you think you saw me
0: before? I doubt it.
2: <laughs> I don't know if you've been on- Well, this was- It's been- a- I was there in the 95- A oh, 95. <laughs> I, mean, I-, <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> so, in 95 i was yeah that's a whole another issue but um no 2015 was yeah, we
0: there occupy yeah i was down there i did a photo yeah. shoot down there when it first like started and people like can't get a photo shoot and i just turned
2: the photo shoot into like
0: a documentary and i used that's, that content instead that like <laughs> It was yeah,
2: lit. Where I saw you, I've seen you. you mm-hmm.
0: live- that's when I first started doing my career. And I was right, maybe like three years after college. I didn't really know where I fit in either. I Graduated in the recession. And Trayvon Martin and everything that happened. Jo Simmons gave me a way to use my criminal justice ness and you know activation and all that stuff. So that's what I do now. And for us is a part of that. And you know, it's great to right. see how like, people that we bring because we didn't. This is all those listening in. This is all candid talk right here. We didn't know this about each other. So again, you know, we always talk about for us what you guys can do what we do you never know you just jump in here and you never know what is already connected to something that you got going on it's the beauty of what i say it's like six degrees of separation or whatever it's the beauty of the networking thing it's like you just gotta keep going eventually you're gonna run it you know what i mean you're gonna just keep running
2: most def most def Uh, i'm working on two books as well uh one is called my life as an occupier uh the other one is the rgb rbg book uh which is red black and green book and it's gonna be Uh, just a new direction for for people of African descent, Black people, uh, to look at things in a a different light, to put some rules and codes and culture into place. A lot of it is also how do we protect Black women? How do we support uh, single moms? Because it still takes a village. And I feel like part of my work is I have to be a father for as many... Uh, young men and young women, as I can be it doesn't matter if you're my if if you're my biological or not you, my child. It takes a village to raise a child, and I really want to break through whatever culture or whatever the trends are right now that 's a fact you know we are each other's keepers and we are each other's parents so I think we also need to break down this generation X and generation Z and just bring back some stuff that go beyond these categorizations There's certain things that we should not be doing. That we should learn from our ancestors, and there's certain things we should improve on uh, that from our ancestors that they didn't do as well. So I'm all about whatever works, and the advocate advocacy now is just for us to realize we need each other, black men and women, in relationships, whether it's uh, romantic or not. You know, and I think one of the biggest things for men is to to be around a woman and not lust for her, not physically, uh, you know, not not that for not that to be the end game for us to just enjoy each other's company because I can get I can, <laughs> I can get as much from a woman if she's if she's interesting and artistic and about the community like we can talk all night and that's that's what's it for me the love thing is cool too don't get me wrong but like can we help each other get through this life right now it's still in COVID yeah you know, and I want to
1: highlight we only have a few minutes left but I wanted no. to highlight, I think that's a good
2: that was, a la- that was the last one. question was
1: yeah. We we're gonna have to do a part two, like you said. But <laughs> but yeah, um good, I okay. think it's I think it's important to highlight that as for men, uh we women would really appreciate it if if you're attracted to us for our work ethic, our um our business savvy, our our, our ideas, our creativity, our even the way we present ourselves it, you know, can you just be, be present? Because I think that's part of why we sometimes don't feel protected because a lot of the men are lusting after us or, you know, or we'll find out at the end of the day that their intentions were only the small little part of our whole being. And it's very diminishing, you know, as, as a woman um, trying to make connections with men and build with our community of men, just to know that, they're sexualizing or objectifying us the whole time you know what I mean and and that might not be your intentions it may have developed you know at some point too but you have to know how that comes off you know what I mean like you started as a friend or you started this friend thing and then all of a sudden it's
0: like now you sound thirsty (laughs) people (laughs) have been catcalling me since I was maybe like 12 years old and I, I have a script that I'm working on right now. And it's talking from that point of view as like young black girls from the point of view of not wanting to just be it. Because it's another perception, what I, well, the way I just see it as a black person growing up, it's like, you know, like black women should just be happy that and, like we're so ugly in the space of the world that she should just be happy. And a lot of us are like, I grew up very beautiful and pretty and I know that and I own that. And people in the world, all colors, I went out to Barcelona and men were like literally following me. I had to call the cops. like, he's following me. I don't know it. Like, you know what I mean? through the street, just because of the confidence that I have, too, because confidence, people are like, oh, it's because you're confident. Confidence opens the gate for that same stuff, too, you know? I'm confident in myself. It means I can wear whatever I want. If I want to wear a bathing suit in the middle of the winter, I can. It yeah. doesn't mean that I'm wearing it for you. Right. Or when it comes to the date rape or women looking for rape or victimization conversation, we learn in criminal justice, it doesn't matter what the woman has on. It has nothing to do with you wanting to go after her. That's inside you. Like what our, our guest right here said, you're operating at your lowest level of being a human. You yeah. know, when you see that. You know what I mean? So okay. just a We gotta wrap. Sorry. We gotta wrap. it. I know. Oh, we gotta to wrap it. Up, but that
1: was but a, Thank that you, was everybody. A, <laughs> we will do a part two. Please <laughs> like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. Forestnation.com, Patreon slash ForestNation.com, Zamumba Uh, underscore Sabukwe is his Instagram. You can find everything else on there as well as his YouTube. So we appreciate you guys and we will do a part two and this is going to be continuing. And please sign up and RSVP if you're in New York City for our meetup. And on that note, I, I made it. I made it for a minute.
2: i <laughs> going. Actually, I'm getting into it. it
1: didn't cut us off yet. Um, but yeah, okay. protecting black women. So please comment if you guys have anything else you wanted to add to this
0: discussion, so that we can continue it. Maybe we'll go on live and we'll we'll do like a a, a ig we can definitely do one in the spotify green room i think if we can get more people maybe yeah. to like chat and then we'll just record that bigger conversation we'll get other men we'll get other, you know we'll just have like a you'll be like on the panel like the, the person the moderator and then everyone will just throw stuff i'll need like you'll be in there just mixing up the pot too like what if right <laughs> i know, know? join us on the and, room. Yeah. yeah okay so